The Art Newspaper Podcast is brought to you in association with Bonhams, where the historic and modern are equally valued. Hello and welcome to the Art Newspaper Podcast. I'm Ben Luke and this week it's a special episode from Berlin. Our correspondent Arslan Mohammed went behind the scenes of Gallery Weekend, an explosion of shows and events across three days in this vibrant and exciting art hub. So, over to him. Hello, welcome to Berlin with me, Arslan Mohammed, and the 14th edition of Gallery Weekend, a weekend in which 47 galleries across the city flung open their doors to welcome visitors to see shows by well-established and new artists. With Berlin stalwarts such as Gallery Neu, Spruth Magas, CFA, Blaine Southern and so on leading the way, there were, as ever, numerous side events that attracted the crowds, and none more so this year than the self-styled Artist Weekend of Ngoro Goro, a group show of around 140 works organised by a collective of artists including Berlin's Jonas Burgert, David Nicholson, John Isaacs and Andreas Golder. So over this next half hour or so, we're going to be hearing from key participants in and around Gallery Weekend, from my travels across the city, uh, along with my dog Otto, who you might hear popping up occasionally to add his thoughts and comments. So let's get started, and where better to start than an interview with the Gallery Weekend director herself, Micah Cruz. So I'm here with Micah Cruz, who's the director of Gallery Weekend. Micah, you've just told me it's now, what, five o'clock, six o'clock? on the Friday of Gallery yes. Weekend, and you've already seen today 23 galleries. I cheated a little bit. I saw some already yesterday. Oh, so okay. I saw like about five or six yesterday, and um, but uh, like about 19 today. Yes. 19? Yes. And what is the what are the themes, what are the trends that you could tell us about that oh, you've seen I, this year? I don't think we can really identify any trends because, um, because everybody shows their best artists possible so that we don't do a topic over gallery weekend or something every every gallery can show what they choose to show but um, I've seen very interesting shows today of A.A. Bronson really mm. retrospective at, at Esther Schipper or here at Galerie Neu new works by Ingo Huhn that I find really interesting because he, for the first time, I saw that he also works with wood, so it's right, almost right. like a, like a, a, like an old type of sculpture, you know. And um, I saw the beautiful new gallery building of Konrad Fischer. Yes, a lot of people in Kreuzberg. It's beautiful with the, with outside site specific piece uh, piece by Lawrence Wiener and a piece by Karl André. Uh, it's and it's really amazing. So they're going to renovate it, and I think they really reopen it on in September. But now it's like a kind of sneak mm. preview. So it's yeah. a it's a lot of fun. The sun is shining, and unfortunately, I have a. I have a car with me, so I can really yeah, do it yeah. in, in such a fast time. <laughs> well, Gallery Weekend now, it's in its 14th year, yes. isn't it? Yes. And it seems to have grown into a really um, exciting, dynamic and uh, very smart event. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little about the history of Gallery Weekend? I mean, this was started mm-hmm. by a group of galleries in Berlin in 2005. What was the idea behind it when it started? When they started, um, they realized they meet the collectors and curators all over the world in fair booths but uh, hardly ever in their gallery spaces anymore but the gallery spaces of course is the heart of the of the gallery it's the heart of the program it's really important for the artists as a space and they produce own works for the space and so it's it was really important to them to bring people back to the gallery and that's why they created gallery weekend and it started off with 20 particip- participating galleries and uh, now we reached 
around 50 galleries and we don't want to grow more. 50 is the limit mm -hmm. to be able to make it in three days, I think. And um, it's always the same group of galleries. We include some young ones here and there. So this year we could include four young galleries, which is really great and exciting to to see this but um um yeah it's it, it developed really well and i think every year there's new people coming to it new collectors that our galleries meet at the fairs internationally and bring them to the to the gallery weekend so of course then that benefits everybody in the city when uh, galleries pool together their yes. connections and their collectors why do you have this model where you keep it the same group of galleries? I mean, you said you have four new galleries, but why, mm -hmm. why do you choose to have this model rather than having people, say, apply. submit to apply every year? Well, I mean, um, I think it's actually really good for the galleries that we trust them. It's because it consists of a group of galleries. You know, it's owned by gallerists. So um, we don't really want to have people apply or kick them out and make the t wheel turn really fast. We want it to be always the same group and it's more like a solidary group also. They really know each other really well and of course we still try to keep flexible and include new galleries from time to time. So you do keep it fresh yes. every year? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. And do you see any major changes on the horizon for next year? Or do you think, like you were saying earlier, the, the model stays fairly much the same? Yes, we always try to be really quiet about the model and, and really keep it the same because it really should be about the art. It's not like, I mean, art fairs, and we do that in September without art fair, we always try to reinvent things. Mm. We want to do something new every year, also to have things to talk about and to 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 work on things in in a different way but at gallery weekend we really want to be i mean it's already spread out all over the city and it's like a, a museum of contemporary art all over the city and um, we really want the people to go and see the art and the exhibition so no ex you know like nothing to to take them out of the gallery no talk program no special events it's really three days galleries on the, on the and galleries. that's all you can do just one last point is you relaunched the art fair last year. Yes. So mm -hmm. it tra kind of transformed from ABC into being mm -hmm. Art Berlin. Yes. How did you feel about the, the fair? What, what were your thoughts on it? And do you have any other plans for it this year? Um, well, the first edition was really interesting because um, ABC was more like a gallery exhibition with a single project. And we found this really beautiful, but commercially it was always very difficult for the galleries. And then we decided, or it was the wish of the galleries, to really transform it into a, a classical art fair to make it also more commercially working. And it actually really did. So we had 110 uh, galleries, half of them German, half of them international. And it was really interesting because uh, collectors seem to really like this art fair model because it's easy to navigate. They can easily see 110 galleries in one day. And, and, and for them, it was really good. So commercially speaking, it was really we very well working for the galleries. So we decided to do it again. And we made a multiple-year contract with the Köln Messe to uh, proceed um, on this work. Um, and this year we are going to the airport of Tempelhof for oh. the first time. So we are using two that big the, hangars. So it will be the same location in Kreuzberg and also Tempelhof? Or just no, no, Tempelhof? only Tempelhof. Oh, yes, wow. yeah, yeah. Okay. So we are moving there and this will be really exciting. So we are doing... Uh, really a new floor plan and we are reinventing the whole fair in a way wow. and that's really exciting to do that, that will be fantastic yes great well Micah I know you've got a busy evening ahead of you so I'll let you go but thank you very much for your time <laughs> thank today. you very much to to you. okay
That was Micah Cruz, and one of the galleries that she mentioned, Gilmire Rex, are new this year to Gallery Weekend, although they have been around the city for some time now. So I went to hang out with the gallery's directors, Claudia and Verena, to find out why they had joined up with the initiative. I'm sitting here with Claudia and Verena from Gilmire Rex, and you guys, this is uh, your first Gallery Weekend as part of the official family. Now, Gallery Weekend isn't an event that is, I think, that easy to get into. I understand there are four new galleries this year, you being one of them. That's could, right. Can you just talk us through the the process? I mean, why did you decide to make this investment? I mean, it is quite a substantial investment to make. Why did you feel that this was something that your gallery was ready for? Well, first of all, we got invited by the committee mm-hmm. of Gallery Weekend. And so um, I remember I got a call from Micah and she asked us if we wanted to be part of it. And I was very honored because... Um, as you said, it's a very you don't you cannot apply for it. So we talked this through, and we were both like, okay, we should do this because I mean it's a unique chance to be part of a roster of galleries that we both admire and appreciate and look up to as role models. And um, so we debated a little bit beforehand to do it because, of course, there's a lot of costs involved. Which, as our size, it's a very small gallery, yeah, so it's yeah. not like. But in the end, we went for it because um, I think for us, it's just uh, it's like an important step. It's a key step to do that. What are the benefits of being part of the Gallery Weekend group? Obviously, um, you're being represented on a map that everybody's map. <laughs> holding, <laughs> holding in their hands. And, yeah. and um, because we're really close by the Potsdamer Straße where a lot of galleries um, already have their spaces but we're in a small side street so it's maybe not the easiest to to find us Um, so it's just a matter of uh, exposure and like getting promoted through that so we've really experienced that we had like loads and loads of visitors we've haven't heard about us before and yeah. uh, now know about us. Because I think you're very well placed to give me a perspective on this. Obviously, you've been here before without being on Puff Weekend. And I'm really interested in what people get for their money. As being, I mean, like you say, it is a, for especially for a mid-range gallery, it is a big amount of money to get. Do you really feel that is a that investment pays off in um, terms of the, the people who come and so on? I would say definitely because yeah. I mean. Within the three days that we have done Gallery Weekend or been part of it, um, so many people came by that um, usually wouldn't have come by. Right. Uh, of course, older people. We attract a very young crowd. It's very hip and cool, and we're like having this edgy thing. But do you feel that this model, where you have to be invited, is is the right way to go forward, or would you like to see maybe a more open application system? I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? I think the invitation model <clears throat> works for me. I think it's it's good. I mean. Since we were invited. Since, no, well, you've been invited, no, so no, 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 no. But I'm not like that. I, I wouldn't have been offended if I would have right. not been invited. I think it is, it's an honor for us to be invited, but I think generally like also condo or other like gallery um, fair model, like new fair models with invitation, I think they work fine because they create like a network and um, I don't know, the fair model itself, sure, is valuable, is okay and there's good fairs, but... This application process is also mm. kind of like not you, you have no certainty. You apply and you have to pay application right, right. fees, and then you work on a concept for the booth, and then you get denied. And so, I mean, it's the same kind of like disappointment. You, you're either not invited, or you are invited, and it's great, or you get up, uh, you get taken by the fair, and kind of I don't know. It's 
Yeah. Well, congratulations on your inclusion this year. And uh, thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Not all Berlin's galleries are included in the Gallery Weekend programme, which can be a source of debate and contention. Exile Gallery, a well-established space in West Berlin, recently posted on Instagram a critique of the event. So, out of curiosity, I met with the gallery's director, Christian, to find out what he made of the proceedings. So, hello, I'm with Christian Siegmeier from Exile. And Christian, uh, you have been dis- you've been on social media this weekend discussing a few aspects of Gallery Weekend. Right. Could you just summarise your your position for us? Well, I mean, I opened in Berlin 10 years ago, so I have quite a history as well with um, with Gallery Weekend, but also with the company uh, called ABCGWBUG. So it's a for-profit <laughs> it's a company. It's a for-profit company yeah. who also organised the ABC Art Fair before it was taken over by Cologne. Um so and uh, my idea of what Berlin, what Berlin's creative capital and identity is, doesn't really correspond with uh, the idea of this company organizing it. Um, I think Berlin is an inclusive art world that lives from its diversity and its high high quality level in its diversity, and I think also this is what attracts people to come here to create an exclusive event that is sort of. Um, based on between 40 and 50 galleries paying a fee of 7,500 euros to participate in it, in my opinion, is not the right way to go forward uh, or it's not the right way to represent Berlin. And this is where originally, like down the line, it sort of started for me because I was like, yeah, I'm a gallery and I'm in Berlin and I'm open, but I'm not part of Berlin Gallery Weekend. And then I realized when I tell people this, they don't really know one. Now people slowly understand that this is actually a very costly enterprise. Um, to participate in. And um, I'm also not the frustrated gallerist who doesn't get in because it's, you know, it's kind of invite only and it's very complex procedures, maybe. Um, I specifically do not want to participate in this because I do not agree it is with the rules and regulations and that it is the way forward to represent the creative community of Berlin, which by the name, it seems to imply. I see. So it's not just a case of you want to be in it and you don't get in. No. But you are stepping back and saying, look, this model doesn't really fit right. the, the dynamics of the city. I agree. And yeah. the, the dynamics of the city, the, the pressing issues of the city, the cultural identity, I think, what the brand Berlin, if you want to talk in these terms, the cultural brand of Berlin globally stands for. It stands for the diversity. And this is why people come here and not for exclusivity. Exclusivity you can have in London or in New York or in Paris. But this is different. And um, certain aspects of the gallery weekend, for example, not only the 7,500 euros uh, fee, but also the dinner that is thrown for I think it was 600 people yesterday that costs, and these figures are confirmed, over 250,000 euros. 300, I mean, it's a lot of money. Mm. Even if it's 1,000 people, it's 250 euros a head. To me, that does not really fit in what also we as gallerists and within this commercial, com- let's only talk about the commercial art world, try to critique or what we struggle with. You know, it's like it's it's feeding uh, an, an, an interior motive that I believe is uh, outdated and should be rectified. 
How could you define that interior motive? Well, I mean, I've said it before and I would say it again, but the easiest way, maybe slightly blunt and, pro and provocative, is the market protectorate, you know, because the limousine service from BMW that they surely do not need. I don't know what, I doubt this costs anything. Um, it's, you know, sponsoring. The limousine service makes clear that your limousine only stops where you participate in the participating galleries. And I have two participating galleries, not this year anymore, because one gallery also left. Um, I had two galleries participating last year, the last two years, within two meters walking distance. And you can make sure that they do not come here. I mean, it's clear they don't come here because they're going from there to there. And then they print this map. And I mean, fair enough, you know, that not everything is on this map. I understand. But um, also, I feel like, you know, times are changing. I mean, when it opened, it was an inclusive, more an idea of a promotional inclusive event. And then, you know, certain members also left because they also realized that this is not really what's happening. And um, I think it's urgently time that uh, issues like this are addressed. What would you like to see happen if, if you were in charge of Gallery Weekend? I do not want to. <laughs> I do not want to be in charge of but Gallery Weekend. Imagine, I mean, you, you, you're making these points. So, um, well, you know, I mean, I don't know what can, your... what I can say to this. It's like, I mean, um, um, I understand that uh, collectors, you know, a certain kind of like aristocratic or post-aristocratic uh, collecting uh, class needs to be fed in ways they understand, possibly yes. But um, I. Um, I don't know. I mean, even by changing the the champagne for Cremont, you know, maybe this is not the right way of saying it now. But you know what I mean? It's yeah. like um, in other cities, Brussels, their gallery weekend is an open source event where people pay, I don't know, 500 or 1000 euros towards the production. No problem whatsoever. But again, like even from this dinner point of view, I do think uh, an open access party or I don't know, is, is more representative of what Berlin stands mm. for. And therefore, also in recent years, and this is something I've heard from a lot of people, um, the programming that is around Gallery Weekend, the official Gallery Weekend, is more interesting than the Gallery Weekend itself because it, it's, it's aging, of course. Mm. There is no... I mean, this year they're trying to integrate young galleries. They've done that in the past. They've also approached me. I wouldn't want to do it. Well, they have four new galleries. Voila. Yeah, I mean, exactly. yeah. yeah. Should they extend an invitation for you to join next year no they have in no i don't want to join no yeah, i not under these conditions important. it's it's really absolutely never about that and i mean i'm doing this now for 10 years so we have a 10-year history i did once abc a long time ago and was kind of unhappy with the conditions there because they have a different they have a very odd idea in my opinion of democracy and equality um i have no interest in um uh, participating in a gallery weekend under the current con current conditions and i want to make that really clear that it is not about that for me at all okay. it is about changing the mode it's about raising awareness to change the mode that these kind of things work in a city like berlin absolutely well christian it's been wonderful talking to you thank you very much for sharing your insights and uh, congratulations on what was like a fantastic show here thank you so much thank you thanks for having me While XR prefer not to be involved, others have travelled some way to be here. London's Christian Helligerde opened up a new space in Mitte this weekend. Here, she tells us why. I'm here with Berlin's, probably Berlin's newest gallery. This is Christine Jellierde Gallery from London. And Christine has just moved here to Berlin to Linienstrasse in Mitte. And I'm sitting with her right now. So, Kristen, why Berlin? Why have you decided to make your second gallery Berlin? Well, first, um, I'm now representing 23 artists in London. And we have now 
our, into our six-year anniversary. And uh, it's a natural thing then to broaden the specter and make sure that the artists are going to be busy at all times and can keep making solo shows and it's not too long time in between each. And Berlin is part of the EU, so in case of Brexit, I have a, I have a foot in here, well, which makes Brexit, it... I mean, unfortunately, Brexit is... Wow, as, I'm still as, hoping as for a miracle. <laughs> as the Prime Minister reminds us, Brexit is Brexit. Yeah. So really, this is a, a way of you making a long-term strategy to, to keep interacting yes. with the outside world. Absolutely, because I know how it is to bring uh, art in and out of Norway, for example. It's mu- it takes much m- it costs much more costly than doing it uh, within Europe. So do you think after Brexit, this is going to be a real challenge for London galleries such as yourself? Well, if it's a line going through customs right now in England, can you imagine how it's going to be in the future? Fair point. For the vans? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you chose Berlin. And so why Berlin? I mean, why not say someone like Munich or Cologne, where there are older, more established art markets? Well, um, first of all, my husband is German. He's from Nuremberg, though. And I have a half-sister, which is German. And she moved to Berlin one and a half year ago. So while I've been going through thinking about um, finding a space here, I've looked into different options first. But then um, my half-sister said, I don't want to go back to the corporate world. I would like to um, take over and manage your gallery. And I'm like... Are you absolutely sure? And she kept insisting that she would love to do it. So I, here we are. Galleries in Berlin have been facing issues such as a, a lack of uh, collectors, say, compared to London or the States. Do you feel that's a trend that's now changing here? I think, I'm, am I not, uh, I think there's a lot of collectors in Germany and in Berlin, actually. They I have a quite an amazing uh, sense for art as cultural, a lot more cultural institutions than in England, for example. And I don't really sell that much to English people as a foreign people in England, or I am basically a shipping company. So for me, it doesn't really matter where I am. It's all about the trust uh, and the friendship I have with the collectors around the world and that are following the artist. So when they are, I need the artist to make a new show for... You know, to make sure that I can sell them to different places and to different people. And also, I think a lot of people visit Berlin and they do look at art. Everyone goes there so. for, yeah. to look at art and they are buying, actually. I can see it and I can already feel it um, already from the first day. And um, I think uh, I, I look at Berlin as a very exciting place the way it is short distances from galleries to galleries so you can actually really enjoy walking from space to space which is kind of different than from london otherwise it's quite fragmented quite, isn't it yeah. i mean you really do yeah. have to travel a lot yeah around london if you want to do something mm. so coming to an event like we have this weekend for gallery weekend mm-hmm. what do you make of gallery weekend do you think it's a, a success is it a is it a, a, a positive a fantastic thing? success i think that uh also, my collectors that have been coming to visit the, these two days are all saying it's like their favorite art event of the year really? to come here, walk around. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, uh, I better let you get back to it. But Kristen, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. <laughs> Now, one of the most successful events of the whole weekend was the Ngoro Goro exhibition, situated in a former factory space in Weizensee, in the north of the city. The first edition of this exhibition took place in 2015, and it's taken them a while to get the next one together. 
But this group of artists, led by the painter Jonas Burgert, put together a self-curated show that had a kaleidoscopic array of works from over 140 artists in dizzying profusion. And in fact, such was the attraction of the event, queues were stretching around the blocks for admission. We met just before it opened with Jonas for a quick chat, and then that's followed by a conversation with three of the artists who organised the show, David Nicholson, John Isaacs, and Andreas Golder. 2015, we started the so the area. I bought this area eight years ago, and um, and then I renovated the places, and they're all studios around, and uh, it's seven artists based here permanently, mm-hmm. and uh, and we thought, okay, there's one thing missing a bit in this art world, is a it's a platform for experiments, you know, and without context of institution and galleries and art fairs and these things. We all do this with our galleries and so the normal business. But we thought there has to be a, a platform where it's about only about art, you know, not about money, not about names and famous or not famous and uh, I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we decided to invite other artists, like colleagues, you know, artists invite artists. And without a, uh, a curatorial uh, concept, because we trust in the individual instincts of an artist, you know, mm-hmm. because each artist is... Uh, 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 I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, uh, trying to find one language, one point of view to look through the world, right? Mm-hmm. And these kind of things is what we trust in. So we don't want to, want to take them all under a, I don't know, a concept, a theoretical theme, theme yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we thought they all are the interesting people, you know, that they, because they all find another way to roam, you know? <laughs> yeah. There. And this is, uh, this is what we do. And so we thought, okay, let's invite them just for five days. And, um, uh, we call them all directly from the studios and, and, uh, we bring all these art pieces together like a big clash of ideas, you know? That's, that's all in the end. So, who am I here with? I'm here with Andy. Andre Alexandrovich Goldor. That's your full name? Yeah, that's my full name. He goes full Russian when there's an interview. Andre Alexandrovich Goldor, the second. And then also here is... Gregory Isaacs. Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> the well-known no, well reggae star, John, Gregory Isaacs. John Isaacs. John Isaacs. What took so long after the first edition? Mm-hmm. The hangover. I know, uh, just making time, getting everybody together again and deciding whether or not we were going to do it in the first place, but also knowing that it was a huge undertaking and then you've got to give up a lot of time to make your work and just uh, obligations and commitments, really. I mean, it is a massive undertaking, so the question for all of you really is why? Why, why, do, you, why do you do this? Massacres. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, well, seriously, we don't know. Seriously, I think it's just because of the, the, the initial one was such a success. And initially it was a very casual, what if we do a show, you know? Mm. And, but it, ex, it kind of exponentially grew and then we had 124 artists. When we started talking about doing it a second time, we said, why not a little... Less artists yeah. and a concentration on the work. So how many artists in the first edition? 124. 124. And, and now, now we managed to yeah. really reduce it to 160. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking just now, when you but, reduced it, you actually reduced it upwards. Yeah, because yeah. it just kept growing. But the, the, the beauty of this show is the way that we can connect to 
other artists and their involvement. You know, all of the artists that participated last time that are here again, and the new ones that some you know people are so keen on taking part. They come and help install. That you know, some big name people come with all their assistance. And um, but the but the idea of the exhibition, the idea of showing art in this huge studio complex, is still the same, and it's the same concept. That's why it's Ngorongoro Two, you know, because the the idea of the whole show seemed to work so well. This non curatorial sense, this so more family. A lot of people were saying that yesterday was that what is, is there a curatorial concept? Is there one overall uh, context? There is kind of a concept behind it. Maybe it's like. It's really what you get here is an overview about what happens in art right now, you know. So it's like uh, having all these different positions together, and also um, the equality of the artist, because there's like George Condor hanging next to an art student who's yeah. like really unknown, and there are no names next to it. So you really concentrate on the art piece itself, you know. Like and this is the concept maybe behind it. You know? because and also because we're artists, so we treat the work. As artists treat their own work, you know, we're not the, we. I mean, we're not so precious with it like institutions are. But we've managed to put together a show that is, I think, on a level of an institution, but with a budget that is raised by the sale of our own works. We make this addition from all the initiators, and the money from that finances the whole exhibition. Um, so we actually, during this this round, the, the show's a little bit more. I mean, not serious, but it, it's a it's a really Bigger than it was before, well, we and we had more time to plan yeah, it. For yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. And we were approached. We approached two public collections as well, but it got so complicated in getting the loans from yeah. these works. I won't say who they are, but it was socially. But they made it so difficult to actually yeah. borrow it that we said, "Fuck that." We do it with directly with private collections, with the artists, with galleries, to get the kind of art we want in the show. But we just found it was such a pity that these institutions yeah. that we pay for with our taxes, you know. These job for life people—they—they they made it so difficult. I mean, the they sent us an invoice just to look at the art that we yeah. wanted, you know? To yeah, to check the condition. They sent us an invoice. Yeah. Can you believe yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> and then you have artists turning up with really expensive works, willing to try and shove them through a tiny window. Yeah, definitely. That was definitely awesome. a big, you know, because they set conditions for showing the work that are almost impossible to meet unless you have like a perfect environment. What, what kind of thing we're we talking about? Just the control of the climate, the light, um, you know, things like this. That you know, a long list of conditions you have to meet if you're going to borrow the work. Whereas when we go directly to the artists, there. Mostly indifferent to those things. They're, 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 they're casual about it. Yeah, the artists that mostly we don't want the artists here when we're installing because they can get a little bit fussy about the. That's space. interesting. You said that as artists yourselves, but you said one of the key things about Angorogori is that you are yeah. approaching this as being artists yourselves and presenting work. But at the same time, it is like, well, we don't want artists around when we're installing. No, it no, depends, but interesting enough, the, the the kind of. It's totally random who's very finickety about their work yeah. and who's very casual. But yeah. we start to see this picture that the people who are really like trust us, mm -hmm. they're the ones that have maybe been involved in the whole process of exhibiting for a longer period. Right. You know? And for them, it's a big deal. Like Julian Roosevelt came to, to set up the video. And a lot of artists that don't normally attend this kind of group exhibition setup, they just turn up to the opening, we're here because they also believe in the exhibition. You know, they really feel this sense, like we were saying earlier, this family sense of artists doing something together.
Do you, just picking up on that theme, this family sense of artisting together, do you think that this is fairly unique in the art world at the moment, a, a, a project and undertaking like this? I mean, I, it's hard to judge that, I guess, but it seems to be from the response. Everyone seems to react to it as if it's uh, completely unusual and refreshing and, um, you know, with a lot of enthusiasm. Because I think the other thing that happens is we're not curating from the perspective of someone who is, you know, showing work in an institutional environment. So we're going to put works together that you would never normally see together and in, in, in spaces that you don't normally see. Where do you think it would go from here? Do you think you can keep it at this oh, scale? We're going to turn it you? into an art fair and sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in, in, that, that's actually not a crazy idea in Berlin. <laughs> 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 this is a... The back of the whole project is yes. Artist Weekend, which was a sort yeah. of tongue-in-cheek like, piss take of Gallery Weekend. But the, the thing about the timing is very crucial because there's all these people in Berlin for this Gallery Weekend thing, but we kind of siphoned them up here. Well, but, not really, remember, but because... This is know, not a commercial uh, uh, yeah, effort for us. It's not, we're not doing this to make money or take a commission on sales. That's, we have no interest in that. That's not the point at all. And I think that that's also a reason that people really like the show yeah. because they're not coming here to just shop. You know, they're not concerned. Yeah, they're not really concerned about that. They're not concerned about the, the the market value of the art. I think that these days there is a kind of growing suspicion that the art market has taken over the the meaning of the art world. So yeah. you have all these art fairs everywhere. You have all these kind of situations where people only talk about the price and the value of an artist and. Of course, we have some very well-known people in this show, but the idea of the exhibition is that people come and experience art. It's like what Andy said, no names on the walls. It's like people come and they have their own kind of sense of this kind of huge spatial installation. And this is what, for us, is interesting about the, the, the feeling of the art. Finally, amongst the many artists visiting Berlin this weekend, I bumped into London's Sue Webster, who was showing at Angora Goro and had taken the time to wander around the city and soak up the atmosphere of Gallery Weekend, and this is what she made of it. What did you make of it this year? Uh, you know, Gallery Weekend, all, all the stuff going on. I mean, obviously you were at Angora Goro. We, yeah, we were exhibiting at Angora Goro, which is why I came with three large works, and it's just this, there's, a, there's, a, there's a sense of freedom about that. Artist show curated by artists... I always used to say it's gallery weekend, but it's not, it's artist weekend. Yeah. Um, I came over for that, and then, of course, everybody opens their doors. And it was just, I spent all day yesterday traipsing around with James White, looking at, uh, there's various galleries that have like opened up new spaces. Mm. So I saw the new Conrad Fisher space. Oh, what do you think of that? Oh, what an amazing building. It's, so it's cool, like a proper it? yeah, yeah. German gallery. And it's, yeah. got the Lawrence, it's got the Lawrence Wiener text piece outside, yeah. and Carl uh, Andre installation. But on the inside, it's a... It's an old German factory. It's not at all been refurbed. So it's beautiful to see work in a rundown environment. Um, what else did we see? We saw the new contemporary fine art space. There's a lot of galleries opened up in Charlottenburg, which yeah, I was surprised by. And it's lovely. Yeah, yeah, it's actually, you've got to go on a, on a pilgrimage out there, but, yeah. but there's tree-lined streets. Um, so, yeah, it was nice to have a little walk around, then pop in the Paris bar. Of course. For a cold drink, drink around yeah. the corner. Yeah. So but That's an interesting point because when I first started going to Berlin, say about 12 years back, the, 
the kind of the, the hub of activity was more around where we are now. Yeah. You know, we're, we're in the middle of old East Berlin now. Mm, mm. And then it kind of ebbs and flows. So then it kind of head, headed up for a while up to around the main train station, around Hochbahnhof, around there. Mm. And now, like you say, I'm just noticing more and more things happening over in the West, which was kind of out of yeah. favour for a while. But do you think there's, are you sensing perhaps more affluence in the art market here now than in years gone by? What? I noticed yesterday when we were looking at the galleries, like we saw the, the Max Hesler's also opened up a new space on, I can't yes. even pronounce it, the Kurfürstendamm. The we just say Kudam. The Kudam. Yeah. Which, when we, we pulled up in a taxi, I couldn't believe it, you know, because it's where the the cathedral, the bomb, the, the, the cathedral had the spire bomb down, and it's, yes. it's, all very com- it's all very commercial shopping area. So I was like, oh, there's no way there's a gallery here. But of course, when we found the door, it was like in a beautiful old. It's almost like an old apartment building. You go up like a grand staircase and it's got creaky floorboards and it's all very, it's got a, it's got like painted murals on the ceilings. It's, it look, it, it's gone back. It's not modern. Yeah. So they're showing works in like, um, beautiful environments. Yeah. Like these old grand apartments. I, I certainly feel there's mm. a bit more money floating around these and days. Really? And there has been, say, post-crash when things were really... Everyone was typing their belts. I don't know. I mean, like Contemporary that. Fine Arts New Space, I mean, they had that really uber modernist... Um, by, by the cathedral. Right? ...studio. Well, they had the building down by... On Museum Island. Yeah. yeah. Was that originally? Is That's all closed down now? That's closed down. That was a beautiful and, building, wasn't it? Big lights. Yeah, but it was kind of modern and yeah. big, huge white wall, empty space, you know, um, open spaces. It's a but, building, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his new space is... Um, just off the coup down yeah. and he's got two spaces he's got one above the other so one's like an old shop front yeah. with creaky creaky floorboards and then you go up and he's got another space with another show going on up there which is again it's like a it's like an old apartment building yeah yeah so that's what i'm sensing i don't know whether it's going that way it's going seems to be going that way instead it seems to be going in a different direction because a lot of the smaller galleries mm. were really struggling the last few years because things like say the growth of art fairs, for example, is mm. really changing the way the market works. Mm. Yet in Berlin, they have a gallery weekend, which is really emphasising the gallery as an entity, mm. as, a, as a thing which is... Yeah, and what's, what's really, what I found really interesting was all the spaces, we, when we went to Eigen and Art down um, Augustrasse, yeah. who's been there forever. I mean, he's never, never really yeah, moved, has he? But he just keeps kind of like refurbishing the office yeah. or whatever. But it's a beautiful space. And what was nice about um, going around the galleries yesterday was that they were... The owners were there yeah. greeting. So Bruno was in Contemporary Fine Arts and Judy was in um, Eigen and Art. And they, they're there, like like an art fair, but they're in their gallery, yeah. you know, wearing their pinstripe suit, meeting and greeting and having time for you. Yeah. I thought that was really nice and special. You probably wouldn't get that in England. Really? You wouldn't get that in London. No. It's, it was like an art fair. Yeah. It felt like an art fair, but it was the real deal. It was... They were putting on shows in their spaces. They were standing in their spaces and, 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 and looking proud. Yeah. to be there and meeting whoever walked through the door. Well, Gallery Weekends was started in 2005. It was basically a collective of gallerists who were really struggling to you know, to get people in. So it was almost like, OK, well, we'll get our collectors in and then we all kind of pool, pool this, mm. these resources. Mm. Of course, then if we bring in these collectors, they'll check out your gallery. And it's kind of grown from that. I mean, mm. I, have you seen anything like this elsewhere in the world? I mean, it, or do you think it's quite a Berlin phenomenon? Feels like a Berlin phenomenon. Right, yeah, it right. does. Because I presume they do have an art fair here. Well, that's the point. You see, I mean, you're kind of like they do or they, they don't. Have, they have an art fair. They do, but oh, it's right. such a low-key event. Yeah, it's organised by the same people that do Gallery Weekend. Yeah, but, they but this something. feels more important. Right. Well, that's it. That's and what it feels more interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. an art fair is another homogenous art fair. You know, mm. with white booths and 
all the yeah. usual yeah. things. And yet... This... Well, at least they're not putting on, like, you know, in an art fair, you walk into a booth and there's, like, one piece by everybody here. Yeah. They're putting on full shows that they're standing behind. Um, and, that, but, and then you walk into Ngoro Ngoro, which was an artist run right. space it's like 6,000 square feet and it's got over 100 art that feels like a alternative art fair and yeah. it's, it's like it's quite strange isn't it I mean that's got a festival vibe to it I was up there yesterday they got like uh, got a jazz band on they've got like um, uh, they've got mobile bar mobile yeah. food um, stalls selling really good food as well proper German <laughs> bratwurst sausages did you, did you have bratwurst? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah is it good it was yeah. We needed it. Yeah. <laughs> the bratwurst is the perfect on-the-go snack food because then yeah, just pick it up and scoop. But Angora Goro, yeah, that so is so well organised. It is really well organised. But it, you're right. It is kind of like the, the antithesis. I mean, they they call it don't they? They call it Artist Weekend. Mm. Whereas this event, the official yeah. name is Gallery Weekend. So mm. there's clearly a, a statement of intent there. Yes. But again, something like this, which is artist conceived, artist led. Do you think that's, a, that's something that we might see more of in the future, sort of artists actually getting together and sort of pushing back slightly against the I don't know. fair culture? I, I was saying this yesterday to James because we went round the shows together and I said, you wouldn't get this in London. Right. You just wouldn't. Maybe you would have in the past, but not anymore, you know. There's, there's, a, there's a sense of, like, with, with, with the artists in London that everyone's kind of like, you know, they're resting now. Yeah. They've not got that kind of, like, that... that yeah. Firing the not, yeah, they, 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 they haven't got it anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I, I wish it would happen. But I mean, that environment at Ngoro Go is, is a is a um, it's a beautiful working environment that they've created for themselves. Um, yeah, Great. I, I don't know. I don't know an equivalent of it in London. Well, thank you very much for your time, Sue. Mm-hmm. Lovely talking to you. Okay. If you'd like to read more about Gallery Weekend Berlin, go to theartnewspaper.com. And that's it for this week. You can follow us on Facebook or Twitter at The Art Newspaper, and you can follow us on Instagram at theartnewspaper.official. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.